Welcome to the power of faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. comes with reality. If I start looking back now, without any question, the year 2003 was the hardest year of my life. I suppose it began with the diagnosis of my lung cancer in the January. Then, after my miraculous healing in February, by March, the schedule of broadcasting the Crusades live on television precipitated an enormous financial crisis. It feels as if I went through a whole lifetime in just one year. But through it, God proved to be so powerful and worked so miraculously, it seemed as though I'd started a whole new life. Yet I'm still only on the edge of the power that God is about to manifest. In 2004, God gave me a new challenge, greater than 2003. I don't preach an easy gospel. Yes, I preach the gospel about the power and the glory of Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. But in Deuteronomy chapter 4, Moses warned the people, first that they must go in and possess the promised land, but then in verses 26 and 7, once they were in, he said, you're going to go through difficulty and trial. When I preach the gospel, I'm a realist. I do not tell people that coming to Christ is suddenly an end to all their problems. Everything will be transformed, living on cloud nine, twanging a harp. Let's be realistic. The church is called into a battle to fight for the kingdom. Yes, me as an evangelist, winning people for Christ, but also you, like me, 
fighting for those things which are our right to possess, like healing and deliverance. We're at war with an enemy who is fighting to prevent us possessing. I hate the devil, and I fight him by demonstrating the power of God. You must fight him, not allow him to stop you receiving. Some look to the church for ceremony, for a formula for peace. But I find God most not in the calm, but in the reality of my life. I discovered a long time ago that the most important thing which creates character is not what happens to us so much as our reaction to what happens. Moses encourages the people in verse 27. If from where you are you will seek the Lord your God, you will find him, if you seek him with all your heart. So in the midst of every distress, fear, want, even sickness, whatever situation you're in, there you will find God. So often we are told that if you want to find God, you've got to be holy, to give up everything, separate yourself, shut yourself up like in a monastery. No, the reality is that spirituality is not isolating yourself, not trying to be some kind of holy person. It's you dealing with God right where you are. If you want to meet with God, you don't have to wait until you've done this or that. I would never have become an evangelist, never seen a miracle of healing if God had waited until I was perfect before he answered my prayers. I call on God. He deals with me where I am. That's why I was healed, not because I was holy. What God looks at is the deep desire of your heart. I was asked recently, how many hours a day do you pray? How much do you read the Bible? The truth is that there are some days when I can hardly pray because I'm tired, exhausted and travelling. If I'm coming from Siberia, there are 36 hours in my day. Even the young men find it difficult to keep up with my punishing, travelling, preaching schedule. Yes, believe me, when I'm in a crisis, I do fast and pray. But in some crises, when I'm traveling and ministering, I just can't fast. But God is right there in my crisis. We've got to search for God and find him right where we are. If you think my life as an evangelist is easy, I can disillusion you. Some people say they want to be like me, but if they knew the truth, they wouldn't want to. When I had the lung cancer, I had a very busy schedule. Don't ask me how much I fasted, how much I prayed. When you know you only have a short time to live, you learn to pray. I said, Lord, I can't go back into Russia and talk about a God of miracles and power if I've had my lung taken out. Yes, with the power of the Holy Ghost in me, I could be strong and do it. But I said, I can't stand up and boast about the God who can do anything, who can work miracles and admit I've had one lung removed. You see, I don't preach. I boast about my God. He's the greatest, the most powerful. I'm very proud of my God. By my bed, I keep my praying Bible, where God talks to me and I talk to God. 
When I had the cancer, I would wake up troubled in the night, pick up my praying Bible, and God would speak to me, comfort me, and I would go back to sleep. I used to say, if you finished with me, just tell me. But if you have a whole new life in front of me and want me to get back out there in Russia with a new power and a new anointing to see things I've never seen before, then I want you to answer me and heal me. I haven't seen your real power and your glory yet. And if you will let me see it, Lord, I want you to work a miracle. And he did. We have a covenant relationship with God. It's not simply based on our faith, which is weak and can fail, but a covenant which cannot fail or be broken. When you come to Christ, you enter into a covenant relationship with God, signed and sealed by the blood of Christ. God separates you from the guilt and the power of sin. You are delivered from Satan and all his works. Not when you get to heaven, but down here in your crisis, in your distress, in all the trouble the devil puts upon you. Whoever you are, whatever you are, you are delivered by the power of the blood. It's an unbreakable covenant to defeat the power of the devil in your life. Yes, we make mistakes, we fail and we fall. But he cannot fail us. The Bible reminds us that God came to deliver the sinner, not the righteous. None of us can enter the kingdom of God through our own righteousness. So we cannot earn the answers to prayer through our holiness. God did not heal my cancer because of my holiness, but because he is God. This is what Moses was saying to the people. Don't look at the troubles, at the difficulties, at your sickness, your poverty. Look at God and you'll find him if you do it with all your heart. I make a lot of mistakes, but I love him so much. How do you recognize God? How do you find him? What is the evidence of God's existence in the Bible? It's the fact that he's a God of miracles who answers prayer when it takes a miracle. This is the reality. This is the God we're looking for. A God who answers all that call on him by miracles, by signs, by wonders. This is the evidence. Take the miraculous out and you destroy the reality of who God is. You make him no different from men. Moses says in Deuteronomy 4.32, Ask now of the days that are past since the day God created man on the earth, and ask from one side of heaven to the other whether there has been any such great thing as this thing is. He challenges the people to ask the question in two dimensions, in time, from creation until now, and in space, from one side of the world to the other. Have you ever seen a miracle so great as this that God did when he delivered Israel out of Egypt? by miracles, by signs, and by wonders. In the Bible, God uses miracles to demonstrate who he is. The greatest spiritual revivals in history have been demonstrated by the miraculous. In these last days, God is saying to the church, now, I'm prepared to do something greater, bigger, more miraculous than anything that has ever been seen before in the earth or in the church. God is about to do the greatest miracles the world has ever seen. 
He's going to raise up men like Elijah, men with an anointing to do greater works than Jesus did. Why? Because we're living in the days of the return of Christ, where we're going to see revival fire bursting on the church until we're working and believing and moving into spiritual victory, all in the preparation for the glorious return of Jesus. People will ask, has anybody ever seen or heard anything like this before? God is moving today by the Holy Spirit, but we haven't yet seen the real glory of God, what he can do, but it will come. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits. Worship used by kind permission of Vinesong, www.vinesong.com.